0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Are you interested in changing a part of your life? Whether it's finances, relationships, reducing stress, or just personal health, sometimes just changing a few small things can bring great rewards. Welcome to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa We'll provide possible steps you need to see these improvements. All we ask is that you try them out. Now, here is Dr. Serena Wadwa.
2: All right, and welcome to today's show. I'm so excited that we are continuing, no pun intended, with the topic of sexual wellness. Um, And today we have another guest who also specializes in sexual health, um, more from a clinical perspective. In fact, she's working um, and pretty close, I think, Melissa, to your certification in sex therapy, which you could talk about in a minute. but. I just want to introduce our guest for today. Her name is Melissa Novak. She is a licensed clinical social worker, and while she works with a variety of different kinds of clinical disorders, um, her special her specialty, the area that she focuses in, is really in the treatment of sexual dysfunction and sexual impulsive, compulsive behaviors. So. Um, She really has more experience and, uh, you know, has worked with people that um, want to become sexually well and, you know, in that whole area. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming Hi. and talking with having. us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's let's kind of jump right into this with you. Um, you know, what, from your perspective, what, what do you see sexual wellness, um, being about? What does that mean to you, especially since, you know, you see people and work with, with individuals that struggle with some of these issues?
3: You know, and, and it's, it's such an interesting question, um, that you would think we would have a much clearer picture of (laughs) of what (laughs) sexual wellness is, um, and and there are a lot of great definitions. I know you spoke with Raven James uh, last week and she gave you a really good um, kind of broad view, which I love uh, talking about all the facets of sexual wellness. Um, and I really do believe that for me, one of the challenges is with sexual wellness and often referred to as sexual health is that it has a very medical taste to my mm. mouth Um and so it, 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 to me, it often feels very, well, how do we prevent diseases, unwanted pregnancy? Um, these types of more medical flavors uh, and has, have often left out the uh, sensuality, sensuality, pleasure. Mm. Um, you know, sexual wellness, the way I was kind of trying to define it, and it's so interesting to do, try to get very, specific while also maintaining a broad range of behaviors. I I work with a a wide variety of people that express themselves sexually in very different ways. So I want to be all-encompassing and yet specify exactly what we're going (laughs) for. Um, And so the way that I kind of define it is, uh, you know, actively being an active participant in the physical, emotional, spiritual, and social facets of one sexuality, you know, being able to integrate those in a variety of different ways.
2: Okay. So can you give me, can you give me and also the listeners an example of when you say actively participating, because that's such a, an, an interesting mm-hmm. phrase, you know, when we talk about sexual wellness or, you know, I like how you defined it as really this notion of sensuality and pleasure. Um, but what, what, what does that mean in terms of actively participating? So I think
3: that this is something that, um, you know, people often talk about sex as, as something that's either like done or, or, or very impersonally in a lot of ways. You know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. that 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 really strike me and, and leave out the importance of this active participation of um, your ability to make informed decisions, to make mm-hmm. choices, to communicate your needs and wants effectively and, and that's certainly not easy.
0: Um, mm.
3: able to enjoy the pleasure within the realm of being sexual. And that doesn't also, I think, something, you know, often when we talk about health and wellness, it, it is portrayed as an ideal and as a goal and something that we're, we're reaching towards. Um, and I think trying to al- also incorporate the experience or, or allow for the acceptance um, and, and the space for the experience of not-so-great, Time. Not, mm. you know, uh, nothing traumatic, but in the idea that, that sex doesn't always have to be, um, whether it's intercourse or any other flavor that's out there, it's not always going to be this ideal.
2: What? Yeah, <laughs> surprise, <right>? I know. <laughs> I ruined
3: it. Now everyone, no yep, more this... listeners. We're down to zero. <laughs>
2: You, you pop the bubble there now
3: <laughs> yes it's gone um, but i think the the great thing about that before you all leave
4: is, yeah. is that don't
3: leave yeah if you're open to okay. if, if you're open to experience if you're open to expression one you may find things you don't even know okay. and and two you may also um you'll be able to really experience the good when they happen. You know, people often come to us as therapists, you know, because they want the bad out. But bad is a part of our lives, and bad is what lets us know when the good happens.
2: Hmm. So, I I mean, what I'm taking away from that from you, and and hopefully, you know, listeners are um, maybe on the same page here, is that, you know, when it comes to being like actively participating in your own sexual pleasure and sensuality, and sexuality, it's really the the idea of 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 recognizing that not every experience that you may have with your partner or whomever is going to be, um, you know, this um, orgasmic experience. At the same time, it can also give you information about what you like, what you don't like, things like that. Is that what I'm getting?
3: Yeah. Well, and, and I I think that's a really great way of summing it up. Um, oh, okay. you know, I think when when we talk about, like, for example, a lot of clients. Um, that I see, if they have a performance-based sexual dysfunction, a lot of times that's going to be, uh, there's anxiety behind the, the dysfunction. So that may be erectile dysfunction, premature mm-hmm. ejaculation, um, or uh, vaginismus. At times there can also be some medical stuff with all of those. But if they're coming in, it's, we can tease out that it's, it's, it's a sexual dysfunction and there's this anxiety component to it, which is very often. Mm-hmm. Um, what we forget is that anxiety, excitement, and arousal are all very similar.
4: Mm.
3: So when we give clients, um, and that's part of the reason why a lot of medications have sexual side effects. Because if we're reducing uh, the yeah. range of, of our experience or our emotional kind of range, because, and for some people, good reason, you know, major depressive disorder or panic attacks, if we use these medications, sometimes they'll have a sexual side effect. And the reason is, is because we're, we're taking the edge off of those experiences. Well, the orgasmic response is a very intense experience. You need a lot of charge.
2: <laughs> right. Ideally. You need um, a lot of or what?
3: Charge. Oh, or or charge. There, uh-huh. there needs to be, you know, there's a release and also an intensity and if you've numbed down any ability to have that intensity, it's, it's very difficult. Okay. So does that make sense in the idea of being able to understand that these ranges of emotions, being able to understand that these ranges of experiences, by being more open to them, one, any time that you have any variation, it becomes a lot less of a weight that you have to carry or a disappointment. Mm. Um, and it also, so- it, 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 allows for you to have great experiences, right? It, it takes some of the pressure off, which I think there's, there's too much pressure yeah. with, with our, our sexuality today to be, whether it be body image, whether it be, uh, with partners or, or any of that, it just a you know, lack of pressure
2: yeah and you mentioned i mean I don't know if our listeners um recognize that there is a difference between this performance piece, but when you talk about you know like performance um what are you talking about like just the physicality of of intercourse are you refer- like what does that mean you know well, and typically it will come
3: uh about w- with intercourse you know uh, sometimes with with anal or oral sex uh and and sometimes in other areas or or other ways of expressing their sexuality but but intercourse tends to be a pretty common one um, mm-hmm. in which you know um, if he were better i i would experience more pleasure or it would be better for me or if uh i were better you know They'd be happier,
4: mm. they'd enjoy
3: it more. Uh, which, which I think is, is two things one, that puts a heck of a lot of pressure on, on the performer, yeah. You know, um, and two, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the, the recipient. So the recipient now has this pressure to also perform, yeah. So essentially, and it and it depersonalizes and takes away your own experience, right. So I'm trying to please them right? and I'm not really worrying and they're trying to please me. And so we're both worrying about the other person and not our own. We're not really present. We're not there. So how does our, our body's not going to be able to react as easily.
2: So if we're, if we're focused, I mean, I like this idea, and, and especially I don't know, you know, because you talked a little bit about um, this notion of how there is a difference when it comes to sexuality, that it's not just about the disease and it's not so medically oriented, that it really does involve humans, you know, us as individuals, us as our own uh, sensuality. And that what I hear you say is that, when we do have this pressure to perform like to quote unquote satisfy the other person that sometimes that could take away from our own um sense of sexuality and being a sensual person or whatever the case may be is that i mean when we come back from break we're going to need to break for for a couple minutes and then when we get back we can um kind of follow up on that because i think there's A lot more to talk about when it comes to that. Stay tuned. We'll return.
0: Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudless. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people, too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that? Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Serena Wathwa at gmail.com. That's D-R-S-E-R-E-N-A-W-A-D-H-W-A at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: All right, well, welcome back. And we're here talking with Melissa Novak, who specializes uh, in the treatment of sexual dysfunction and sexual impulsive-compulsive behaviors. And, you know, just kind of really talking about... um, a different perspective about what sexual wellness uh, is about. And before break, you know, we were talking about this. You had mentioned something about how, um, like this performance idea can really take away from somebody's experience um, and and not make it theirs. You know, like you you had mentioned that being open to the experience, recognizing that it's not always going to be, you know, a hundred percent orgasmic. You know, but at the same time, provide some good information and that this this idea of having this pressure put on you to perform really can take away from some of that. And I just wanted to kind of go back to that for a second. Um, Great. If if you can, you know, just maybe comment or, or talk a little bit more about that.
3: Absolutely. Well, and, and, and one of the, uh, the ideas and maybe, you know, uh, clarifying too is, is the idea of, of, Having a shared sexual experience is is just that, right? I mean, the whole idea of partnered uh, play and and sexuality um, versus just solo sex or, or masturbation um, is is the sharing piece. Mm-hmm. And when we're we're when we're so focused on our own performance or on evaluating our performance based on our partner's performance,
4: mm. then
3: we are we are essentially skipping that sharing piece, and and um, kind of it, it takes the personhood out of it. It takes the experience out of it. It takes the sharing out of it, and it all it, you know it, it feels very mechanical, mm. uh, even in its often in its description. You know, people will come in and they, sex is very robotic for them. You know, it, it's very monotonous. Um, or it has gotten that way, or or there's not necessarily as much of a drive because you know uh, she doesn't orgasm, or or he orgasms too soon, or you know uh, he loses his erection, or um, she's not lubricating, you know, and and the, the variety of other myriads of things that partners can say about their partners, and so you know it it misses this whole idea of what else is there. And I, I think that that's the other piece is not only just being open to accept the range of experience, but, that, that the range is going to be all labeled that mm. maybe we have this great makeout session and it's, you know, super hot. And, you know, we're, we're in the shower and everything's great. And then suddenly, I don't know, somebody slips and falls or, Or, you know, the partner kind of loses the erection because the water gets cold or whatever. And so the idea that then that whole experience is blown, no pun intended, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, puns are just like a natural part of my work. Um, But does that kind of clarify that? And, And so while we we're missing the idea of what actually are we trying to get out of this, the shared experience? And what are we bringing to the table in that, you know, giving and receiving part?
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing that came to mind as you were providing that information is that, I mean, what I hear is that when we are so focused on performance and how we are doing performance-wise, or if we're like really focused on how the other person is doing performance wise that that you know within a partnership it may just eventually evolve into more of an obligation like like what you know sure. what you said earlier that it just kind of takes this you know sharing piece out of what what works for me and what is working for you rather than you know, that it becomes this, okay, let me, let me just do it. Cause I have to do it kind of a thing. Is that? Sure.
3: Well, okay. I think that's, I think that's a huge component of it. I also okay. think that, um, you know, there's a lot of frustration when things don't meet our expectations and in the bedroom is a prime opportunity because you're, you're compiling two people with different pleasure histories uh, usually, you know, and, and, and essentially they have to communicate about these things in which we don't really know how to do well. Right. You know, it's not easy. We, we want it to be easy, but when it doesn't meet our expectations, then that really takes away from our ability to experience pleasure, um, because it, it, puts more pressure that, that it, that it needs to be good because it's not meeting our expectations anyway, uh, mm-hmm. And so it needs to be better. It, be, you know, and then and then both partners, you're right, start to kind of go well, obligation, I guess, or mm-hmm. or whatever, or you know, yeah, let's let's do it. I'll I'll just go grocery shopping in my brain or something, you know, or I'll plan <laughs> dinner for the about, week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, the recipes and you know, and I I think or or I'll just kind of you know. Go, go, have some solo sex on my own because it's just easier, you know. I, I, I've had um, uh, a wonderful, wonderful couple come in, and, and they were, uh, I, I mean, the love between them was just palpable, right? It was just yeah. really beautiful. They, they cared about each other so much, and they had had this really long-standing relationship, but they really wanted to. They had gotten married pretty early, and they really wanted to. Have some better sex, mm-hmm. but when i'd ask what you know okay well what 's going on in the bedroom, tell me about it and um, and they they could give me some ideas but but okay, well, what would you like to see different well I, I just think uh, he he should be better uh, you yes. know if he were better you know then then i would uh, I would feel better and and when we actually get down to the nuts and bolts is that you know, uh, she actually didn't know what better was even for her. She oh, wow. You know, and so she didn't even know, like, her own solo sex, masturbation style. She didn't know her pleasure style. She had always kind of relied on on him. Um, mm. And that's a lot for both of them. You know, to, to, one, it, it can build resentment on her end. If he doesn't perform, then she misses out.
0: Right. You know, he's
3: kind of got the key. And two, he's got to be magical and come up with some really great stuff that, you know, for him, sex is going just fine. He had not, you know, he knew he wasn't really, it worked just fine for him. And Christ. that builds some further resentment that, you know, well, it's going great for you. Why don't you care about me? And it wasn't that at all. He just didn't know what else to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I can imagine that some of our listeners may even be able to relate to some of that as well. I mean, that, that seems like that may be like this common thing is that, you know, when you talked to earlier about active participation, I mean... It sounds like one thing that may be helpful to listeners if they are looking to move forward in their own sexual wellness is really looking at what what is it that they do want better for themselves in their in their um, whether it be with get, receiving pleasure from somebody or you know how what they want to do in the bedroom or whatnot, and, or expressing their sensuality or sexuality kind of what I'm hearing you say is that it's really important to just kind of know what, what, what you want.
3: Yeah. Or, or to be open to explore it and understand that it's just as much your responsibility as, well, it's, it's all your responsibility, really. I mean, um, and your partner is certainly an avenue to help and, 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 you know, I, that's wonderful or partners or, you know, whatever. Um, But at the same time, it it really falls down to each of us to to gather information and good information. You know, that's the other thing, Um, whether it be pornography um, or or just like romantic comedies or romantic movies with, with sex scenes, you know, it's all a very incomplete picture and also a very kind of hyperbolic picture, you know, so... Um, that creates. Now, I'm not saying that, that some people, that's not their reality, but the idea that it has to be everyone, you know, um. there, there are some people that, for example, aren't, aren't screamers. Well, in, in a lot of porn, there's a lot of vocalization. <laughs> and so the idea that, that that's the norm or that that's what they should be experiencing or having, that the shoulds are a really good indication that there is a standard there that needs mm. to be
2: examined. And, and say that, I'm sorry, I missed that. And so there's a should that indicates that there's a standard there and what?
3: That, that I always encourage my clients to examine. How ah. did that develop? Where did that come from? Is it a reputable, reputable source? Uh, is it realistic? You know, I should last for 30 minutes to an hour. Mm. Uh, you know okay like i mean the, the, and and we have to explore that i i'm i'm certainly not going to tell anybody how how things should or should not be but right. the idea of what what is where are we getting that information you know oh. on uh, there's plenty on the internet you can just check my junk email box about things you know that <laughs> it, it's it's astounding you know there's everything from the way your penis should look to the way your, your vulva should look to the way you should uh, respond or the way your body should look, you know, um, kind of this idea of spectatoring during sex has become more and more uh, common in our culture because of the uh, huge access to porn and porn is a performance. And so you know, yeah. a lot of the positions that they're doing, a lot of the things that they're doing, more often, are for the the camera angle, are for the performance of it, not necessarily for the actual pleasure.
2: Mm. So yet,
3: that's the standard we're we're holding ourselves to, or, yeah. or, or some people to. You know.
2: So, well, and. It- it sounds like, I mean, that is something though, because I was going to ask you this and, and you kind of just led right into it is kind of, you know, here we talked a lot about um, some of the things to be mindful about when it comes to, you know, your own sense of sexuality, sensuality, pleasure, that kind of a thing. And, you know, it, one thing that I hear you say that gets in the way of really having a healthy and um robust kind of sexual life is that we get these mixed messages, you know, about how, like what you said, how we should be and, and how that may be different for individuals in terms of who they actually are. Oh,
3: completely. I mean, I think that is an even better, more eloquent way of saying it. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So what what do you suggest then? You know, because I imagine like some of the listeners, you know, um now or that may pick this up later, it may be like, yeah, you know, that is something that I struggle with. I, I think I should be like this or I should be like that and and I I'm curious what what you think might be something to help with that. Um
3: so the first, I think, is um, this idea of li- when we, it, which I, I think what you're saying is kind of moving from this performance-based or also being able to acknowledge a lot of the, the, the shoulds and expectations that are, are influencing us into more of a, a pleasure focus. Is that?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, we can definitely go from that or, direction.
3: Okay. Or, or bring me back to,
2: to maybe I just misunderstood. So, well, go ahead and go with what you were saying first, because uh, okay. obviously that's going to be great information too.
3: So. <laughs> okay. So, um, one of the things is, is I think, uh, once we start to identify or, or, you know, if, if a listener is, is hearing this and, and says, wow, um, I'm wondering, you know, is this part, you know, influencing my experience, um, a a really great way of, of it is just the the first step is really a willingness. Honestly, Uh, it's a, it's a willingness to, to say, okay, I'm willing to observe my experience. And, and that is a difference because I'm not, there's not necessarily a, um, a judgment in there. Of, yeah. of, you know, we're we're really trying to take out that should right, that expectation or or that rule, and so it's more of simply observing what is right now, what's happening, and and what are the factors that are influencing this decision, uh, and and how is that? What are the outcomes of that? You know, the the way that I think about things. What what happens? You know, does that make me less interested in sex? Does it make me my partner less desirable? Um, and and I think being able to kind of start observing some of that uh is, is a huge step in in really developing it. And and of course there are plenty of of really great um, uh models and, and books online, you know, uh that that are always helpful in terms of if you want to read more and learn more about sexual health. Um and and just kind of generalized information. Um, There's a new website that was being developed called Make Love Not Porn. Okay. Um, I, me- I have gotten to to see this website, and and I'm not saying that all I I, I am not anti porn by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that that we have to be able to understand that, like you said so eloquently, that our experiences are not limited to just what what other people are
2: doing. Let me just interrupt you because yeah. we really need to break and we'll come right back.
0: Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You read about it in health news every day.
1: Cancer rates are going up. Obesity in the U.S. is on the rise. Heart disease and diabetes are top killers every year.
0: We can follow the advice of our doctor, but cravings persist. Weight goes up and energy is still down. It doesn't have to be like this. Tune in for Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. You'll learn how you can work with your body to feel better and look better, too. Body Balance Talk airs live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: If you have cancer, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. While many medical professionals can give us some of the answers, there are many more unanswered questions that can't always be answered to our satisfaction. Listen for Cancer Concepts and Compliments with Dr. James Belanger. We'll discuss the tests, the compromised immune system, how cancer grows, and what natural medicines could be added to conventional therapies that may help keep it at bay. Cancer Concepts and Compliments airs live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: You are listening to Moving Forward Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Serena Wagwa at gmail.com. That's w a d h w a at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Hi, and welcome back. We're back with Melissa Novak talking about uh, sex and pleasure and all that fun stuff, and this is what happens when you get wrapped up into a topic. You just just want to keep going. So <laughs> if, I'm going to just turn it over to you right away to just kind of finish what um, you started talking about before the break related to the website.
3: Yeah, so, and and I have to, I, I want to, I have actually, uh, the last time that I had followed up with Make Love Not Porn, um, the, the woman that created it did a TED Talk and she, she was talking about essentially that, this idea of spectatoring and um you know uh, she is a self-proclaimed i think cougar reteaching the use of the world or something and <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> it, it is it's a very interesting TED talk but um and but i i liked this concept and not because i think all sex has to be loving or 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 contain you know love is is this kind of idealized romanticized version um but this idea of essentially, you know, the, the intimacy that we talked about um, the pleasure based, you know, really being and and trying to be in tune with both yourself and your partner and coming together. Um, And and we were also talking about this willingness. And so I think when you notice that you're in a lot, when you notice that you're um, really, just you know, dissatisfied or, or, that maybe a lot of these shoulds are happening or, you know, it should be different. I I should be better or he should be better or she should be better or whatever those shoulds or could, you know, moving those to more of these coulds. Um, And sometimes you can do that on your own. I will say that oftentimes because this is such a a problem that exists for so many since childhood, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people got a lot of very, sex negative images or, or, or ideas or values growing up. So it's very hard to switch to a very sex positive one. Mm. Um, and, and so seeking someone that, that, you know, you feel comfortable and can do that with, uh, you know, I'm obviously a big fan of therapy and, and sex therapy. And um, I think if you can get that willingness to be able to, to be open to help or be open to talking about it, you know, maybe not even help, but just discovery, you know, your, your options are endless.
2: And that's such a great, yeah, that's actually said just to interrupt for a second. That's a really great way to put it because I think, you know, that word is so, um, I think it's different for people to hear when it comes to like, just kind of discovering what brings you pleasure and and what makes you feel sensual. Because, you know, we know uh, from other areas that when you feel good about yourself, that's something that comes out to other people, you know, that, mm-hmm. that other people mm-hmm. can see that and experience it. And so I, I'm curious if you think also, like, if you know, like, if somebody knows what what does, when they discover what makes them feel sensual or, or, um, pleasurable that, is that something that also kind of works the same way?
3: Oh, I, I mean, I, I'm all about being able to really, um, embrace our bodies for all that they can give us. You know, the, the hmm. they get us to and from places. They, they are our our vehicles for, for doing right. Um, they're carrying our brains all the time. (laughs) And, um, and this, this really also great piece of being able to experience pleasure, um, and, and provide us with pleasure. And I think, you know, well, I don't, I don't say that everybody has to love their entire body, you know, I, I, but I, the idea that you can love, you know, parts of it and, and by loving parts loving the whole you know and, and being able to see kind of like the um, what, what is it the forest through the trees because,
4: uh, yeah. you
3: know the, the idea that you can you can uh, it doesn't mean that you have to uh, accept uh, well that you have to condone it it just means mm. that you have to allow for it to exist that uh. So acceptance is this idea of allowing, not necessarily making a judgment of it being good or bad, or but but that it that it exists and that that it's it's allowed to exist,
2: and that um, it's that it may be happening.
3: Absolutely, and okay. and. So, and with the more that I think you're right, you get comfortable in that, um, the more in your self-pleasuring and the more that you can explore your body and become more comfortable with your body, I think then the more you're able to articulate and and play, you know, I really like the idea of playfulness. Oh, that's um, a great
2: word, yeah. I,
3: I think that, that that's so fun to me in this idea of, you know, being very pleasure-focused, is, is being playful and um, being able to both give and receive. Uh, some of the, the first exercises that I give to clients are what we call pleasure dates. And we take actual um, sexual content off the table while still allowing for intimate contact. So So the typical sexual zone, basically wherever you put a, a swimming suit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those are off the table, but any mm-hmm. other places are on and most couples will report that this is an extraordinarily intimate and very satisfying place. And so by broadening our view of, of what sex is, you know, I don't believe sex is just intercourse, but by mm-hmm. broadening it to include all these aspects of satisfaction and sensuality, you, your opp- opportunities become endless.
2: Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, this notion of playfulness, because I don't really know if people like, I mean, that's an interesting word to connect with sexual wellness is that you can um, be playful with it. It doesn't have to be, you know, you know, like this contrast that we've been talking about that, that playfulness isn't really so much about performance. Mm
4: -hmm. It's,
2: it's really mm-hmm. about you know the word that you used before was discovery mm-hmm. and and i'm wondering you know and just i'm going to i'm going to play um devil's advocate for a minute here and you know just i'm <laughs> so what about people that um you know cuz i imagine there may be a listener or two or a few that just um just don't you know, this is not like a big deal for them. It's not, it, you know, they could, they could live without being sensual or having pleasure or, you know, things like what, what, what's your, what's your thoughts on that?
3: So, um, I think that's a great, uh, typically I, I'm going to explore whether or not that's a lifelong, issue Uh, whether that's a a short term you know did that just develop okay Uh, and they and and if you're happy and and you're satisfied in your sex life you're probably not going to come see me and you're probably Uh. not going to be you know like that that's going to be okay and and your range may be just fine it may be that may be all the exploration you need by no means am I saying that there's uh, again, the, the, an ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's when you find yourself wanting, um, when you find yourself, um, I guess, you know, dissatisfied or, 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 or feeling like, you know, using those shoulds again. Mm. Um, and, and I think that there are people out there that are, that are asexual. Um, that's kind of an extreme to what you're talking about. Uh, but that's a very real and valid experience and acceptable experience. I'm not going to tell anybody different. But most of those individuals also do want um, intimacy in a relationship. So so this idea that sex has to be either always about touching, you know, there's some aspects of tantra, uh, tantra, or tantra, mm-hmm. if you're from Missouri and you say your A is like that. <laughs> um, you know, there's some aspects of, Of that, that that just deal with eye gazing, that just deal with you know non touch. Um, One of the most uh, you know intimate experiences people can have doesn't necessarily have to deal with penetration. That is another performance based should. Yeah. Sex should end with uh, intercourse should end with orgasm. It should last a certain amount of time. It. You know, she should orgasm every time. He should orgasm every time. Uh, she should want it more. You know, that says who? I mean, right. and that becomes, you know, desire discrepancies are common. And those are, those are common in the practice uh, of sex therapy. So it's a very real issue. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that, that there's, if, if, if people don't find that there's something wrong,
2: Mm-hmm. Or if
3: their partners don't say that there's something wrong, um, there, there may not be. And that, that's okay, too.
2: And on that note, we are going to break and we'll be right back. So stay tuned.
0: Real Life Solutions. Voice America Health & Wellness. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness
1: Channel. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Serena at gmail.com. That's W a d h w a at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: All right, and welcome back. We are talking with Melissa Novak about sexual wellness, and really more focusing on this notion of pleasure versus performance. You know, and I and I like this idea that you mentioned about, you know, that really this i this this thought of um, what what is like quote unquote, appropriate pleasure or sexuality or sensuality really is an individual thing. And that, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, if there are people that don't have a sexual drive just naturally, or it's been something, you know, that they've, that they've been okay with and not, I like the term that you use, not wanting of it then, then that that may really be okay for them, and not something that we need to to f- feel pressured to, to change or something. So, yeah,
3: yeah, very very much so. And I, I will say this though, um, and and we kind of touched a little bit on this too, uh, the desire discrepancy um, when typically when a couple comes in. Um, when or when when someone brings in a partner or their partners in to, to see me, um, you know, most of the time it's because something has changed, mm. and so that's the other piece to this. I I often will have you know people saying um, there's you know as life gets on either either because the newness has worn off or it's just not the same anymore or. Uh, the stresses of life have kind of overcome them. Um, I mean, that's something that, uh, we, when we do further assessment, we see this, this, these changes that we can actually address and, and look at and examine. And, and that's where I think, you know, uh, long-term, uh, erotic couples, um, it's extraordinarily hard to to be a long term erotic couple because you know this idea of um, you know love and um, caring and nurturing and, and best friendness essentially um, mm-hmm. and and you know working together as one and tackling all of life's treasure and and also the monotony of it really don't necessarily uh, lead to the the idea of pleasure. Um, or, or at least, aren't always conducive to the, the, that passion and, and pleasure that we we often link together. Um, Esther Perel talks uh, on this often um, in, in her book *Mating in Captivity* and also uh, in a great TED talk that she gave. Um, the, the, you know, the, the the dichotomy and and the, the the dialectic of love and and lust and passion you know, and mm. how really trying to um, link and, and be able to, to have space for both of those experiences. And that gets me back kind of, to, kind of full circle to the, at the beginning, when I talked about this idea of range of experience, mm. you know, um, if love is on one end and you need closeness and lust is on the other and that encourages separateness, You have to be able to tolerate some separateness to get that lusty passion, and that may be at times uncomfortable, and that may be what encourages that lusty passion for a bit, Mm -hmm. right? So it's the idea of this complete experience.
2: What a really uh, interesting way to put it because I don't know if if that's I mean that's not generally how it's talked about in the culture is that
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know that here you really do have two very separate experiences that mm-hmm. if you can hold both of these experiences at separate times and and maybe even at one time together that it really is, in its own self, a, a different experience, and oh, that completely. Yeah. So, and and I'm wondering, do you think? I mean, does that is that something that you've seen or um, you, you believe that contributes then to this notion of sexual wellness in terms of like you know maybe even well now that I'm thinking about even pleasure and performance can be seen as that similar. Totally. totally. Okay. Okay, so that I, might even be helpful is just kind of recognizing that these are two very separate experiences and they don't need to be experienced as one. Absolutely. Or okay.
3: the idea that if I'm open to both, I can yeah. experience them. You know okay. what I mean? If, we, if yes. we just focus on the pleasure, we often miss the performance. Yeah. Or, you know, And if we just miss the performance or focus on the performance, we're missing the pleasure. And it's the same with the love and the lust. I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, most of the time, we love our partners 10 times more when somebody else tries to pick them up or, or says they're really attractive or we see them performing or doing something when we see them actually being an individual in some way. Mm. You know, it's 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 kind of a, a, a charge, a sexiness. We we call it, uh, Dr. Jack Moran um, and his research talked about non-toxic jealousy. You know, mm. being able to see your partner as an individual is, is not your necessarily ownership. And I don't mean that in a very, like, traditional sense, but in the idea that, yeah, that's mine, I've got him, you know. But being able to see, like, oh, you know, she is her own person. She's doing something individually. You know, that's very intoxicating,
2: yeah. And and I think that also even influences this experience that people may have uh, it, whether it relates to them for this lust passion or for the love.
3: Oh. Yeah. And so, and we find people that often will will confuse lust with love and love yeah. with lust. Okay, um, yeah. And, and that I mean that's a whole other show. <laughs> but but, but that's, a, that's a real challenge that a lot of people, you know, especially when you're dating, trying to navigate that um, limerence periods when we're, we're really happy and it's a very lusty part of our relationship. But that's sustainable for long term times. I mean, you've got to go to work at some point. You can't be in the bedroom all day. But you want to be with this new partner, uh, you know, and so that's the idea is that how do you how do you I don't usually like the idea of balance but but how do you create the space for more of the experience for the more complete experience
2: and that I mean that sounds like a really I mean uh, um, one of the many steps that you've talked about you know throughout today's show is that You know, really kind of looking at, I mean, just to kind of summarize in the couple of minutes that we have left, you had talked about, you know, being willing, you talked Mm -hmm. about, you know, being playful, you talked about being open to the experience, Um, and I really liked this idea, you know, about um recognizing that not every experience that you have is going to be a hundred percent what you expected. And so, you know, just kind of with all those things, I know that there are probably going to be listeners that wanna talk with you further about this. So I'm wondering if um if there's some contact information that you wanna provide for our listeners. Yeah, great.
3: I would love that. Um so you can uh, learn more about me and all my contact information, I guess the easiest way is probably my website, um, which is www.m as in Melissa, n as in Novak, therapies, and that's plural, .com, or mnovaklcsw at com.
2: Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and really giving us some information about um, the differences between pleasure and performance, how it relates to sexual wellness. And listeners, tune in next week. I mean, so aptly how it's coming that we're going to be talking with uh, Dr. Deborah Kissin, who's going to be talking about anxiety and how that fits in with this whole notion of wellness. So, thanks for listening today, and we will uh, look forward to having you again next week. Take care.
1: Thanks again for making the first of hopefully many changes this week by tuning in to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time. Dr. Serena Wadwell hopes that you'll join her again next Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week.